0: For a single soul Reaching up further and stepping in closer CG and TV To you. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life As we continue to take a look at Psalm 18 Now we're going to look at the middle part of this psalm in its structural sense. In Hebrew poetry, there's sometimes uh, a chiastic structure literally used in order to prove a point. Now we are at the middle of Psalm 18 where David uh, emphasized a specific point of view about God and that is the nature of his faithfulness uh, to those who are faithful before him. So as we take a look, we're going to take a look especially this part how God responds to His servants, those who trust in the Lord with faithfulness. So as we take a look, I hope that this passage speaks to all of us because this is the God that we believe and trust and serve for. Let's take a look.
1: Psalm chapter 18, verses 20-31 through 31. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, I am not guilty of turning from my God. All his laws are before me, I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, His way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in Him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God?
0: So as we take a look in the middle part of Psalm 18, we see outer layers of this passage shown in verse 20 to 24 and then 28 to 31 these are the outer uh, outer parts of the very middle verses 25 to 27 25 to 27 is the expression of the identity of god that david confesses to all of us it's the nature that david expresses about god from this he explains how god has been faithful to him because he loved his Lord. He followed all of his commands. We're not talking about the legalism where we're supposed to do this, then God will be favorable to us. But rather, this is built on a covenantal relationship that he already had. And there, not only he loves God, but also he follows every command that God has commanded through His promised words. Just like John 14, uh, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands. The Holy Spirit will definitely help you to keep my commands. Remember that verse in the New Testament as well. It's the covenantal relationship that allows us to follow the very commands that our Lord has expressed to us. So where does that come from? Again, the nature of God that David finds. In verse 25 to 27, let me read it for you. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. This is like that very part in a sandwich or a hamburger. It's the meat of this passage. Everything else, sometimes in preference, you don't want it. Like lettuce or or pickles, sometimes you just want the meat in a hamburger. Because this is the very meat of the passage. This is the very essence and the foundation of all the expressions that David expresses in poetry. The nature of God, where God shows his faithfulness to those who stand faithful before the Lord. That is who God is. He is merciful, he's compassionate, he is a loving God, He's slow to anger. And those who stand deviously or in rebellion, there is where God shows his anger. He's a perfect judge. Just like it said, He shows his shrewdness. He is keen to see the very nature in their heart and pierces through their thoughts, and there he judges them. He shows his shrewdness because he knows that they are devious. They stand in rebellion against God. They're not faithful to his command. There, they do not love God. So this is what David is confessing. This is the very teaching and the essence that David is telling all of us. This poetry speaks to all of us even today because this is the Lord we believe. This is the God that we trust in. And this God showed us his love by giving us his Son, Christ Jesus, who even told us in John 14 that if you love me, follow my commands. And that is what uh, David is pleading for. In verse 20 to 24, we're not talking about legalism. He's saying, I love you. That is why I follow your commands. So according to my righteousness, you show your faithfulness in grace. According to my cleanness, uh, you reward me. According to all of that, I am not guilty. And most important, he uses the word keep. I kept your word. I kept following your word. And in response to that, how does God speak? We see in verse 28, this is the way how God responded in true life. He said, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. If you keep his words, do you know what God does for you? He keeps your light burning. He saves you from death. He keeps you going. He strengthens you. He trains you. He equips you. He empowers you with the gospel. And He gives you life. That is how God keeps you. As we keep following and trusting the Lord, God keeps us alive in His life. And with that, we find a motivation to fight. In verse 29, it says, With your help. I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. Now, who can scale a wall? Who can fight against a troop? It's a troop, not the troop. It's just one troop of many troops that he's going to fight. It's just that first battle. It could be second or third, but it's a simple one set of fight. But overall, what God does is he gives us strength to fight every battle in our life by trusting him. So I ask you everyone, even including me, to find that strength in the Lord because that is who or whom that we trust in. The faithful Lord, the blameless Lord, the one who is wise and full of wisdom. He's the one who humbles all of us. He's a powerful God and a mighty God. He's a perfect God whose ways are truth, just as verse 30 and 31 says. So let me close with a question. For who is God besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? So today, I encourage every one of you, even including me, to proclaim, There is no one like you, God. There is no one like you, Lord, whom I love, whom I follow. Whom I testify, your ways are true and you are perfect. Let that be a testimony and a praise in your prayer today, because that is the very expression of our trust in Him. Just like the question asked, "Who or who is God besides the Lord, and who is a rock except our God?" I hope that you meditate on this question and answer in your spirit that it is God, our Lord, that we believe. Let us pray. Father Lord, you are our rock, our fortress, and our strength. There we find refuge. So Lord, help us. Lord, help us so that we could really experience the love that you express to your people. I ask this in your beloved Son. Amen. single soul reaching up further and stepping in close of
1: CG- the sea